This, 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 this is mythical. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, while you're doing that, Nicole, I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41 <laughs> Skate Punk is back, and it's not pop punk. It is skate punk, but also they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the El. Elephant Nicole, you're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. How many of you have felt personally victimized by soggy sandwich bread? Ooh, good one. I'm adding it to the burn book. So if you're from Africa, why are you white? That's a great question. This, this is, is a hot, hot dog, dog is a sandwich. sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show we break down the world's biggest internet debates and or have retrospectives on our year <laughs> in food. Booger just came out of my nose. <laughs> I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Inaidi. And to answer the first question of the day, if I am from Africa, why am I white? So my family is uh, from South Africa, which has a terribly racist history, Nicole, with racialized apartheid. Um, but my family were Jews fleeing persecution from mm-hmm. Eastern Europe in the 1800s, mm-hmm. and they just went where they could. So that is why I am both uh, white and have um, some sort of ancestral heritage from Africa. And? And what? You're German, too. Oh, and I'm German. Well, yeah, yeah. But that's, you know, it's like who, well, yeah, I'm half German. I'm actually full-blooded German. Oh, you're, so your ancestors were German. Oh, really? Yeah, so my dad's side. Not Dutch. No, 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 no. So there's a lot of Dutch people in South Africa, but there were a lot of Portuguese. Uh, there were a lot of Brits. Um, oh. There were a fair amount of Italians. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Indian people that actually sort of formed a subculture called the Cape Malay. Yeah, really sure. Interesting. I fair amount of Chinese people. That. A lot of Zulus, a lot of Osas, mm-hmm. um, Swatis, Sutus. South Africa, they call it the Rainbow Nation for a reason. You know, oh, but they call it the Rainbow Nation? Call the Rainbow Nation. How yeah, many yeah. gay people are there? How many gay people? Um, I don't know. I met, I met a couple of gay dudes in, in Cape Town. They were really nice. They nice. bought me drinks. Nice. <laughs> but no, my uh, my my biological grandmother was from Germany and then ended up in German Southwest Africa, a.k.a. Namibia, I believe. Oh, I've heard then of that before. came to South Africa. So that, Nicole, is why I am from Africa and why history and families are complicated. What does this have to do with the worst things we ate this year? Oh, it doesn't, but it was a fun, quippy little opener. But that's okay. what we're doing today. Nicole, okay. we are assembling our personal burn book of foods. We talked about the best <laughs> so things we stupid. ate last year. One of my favorite, this is an obscure shout out, Robert Sietzma of Eater New York. He does a list uh-huh. of the worst things he ate at restaurants every year and he pisses wow. people off. Wow. But it's such a fun read and I look forward to it all the time. So we are going to... You're just such a misanthrope. Is that I, good use of the word? Are we? I like to think that we take a generally positive, optimistic view of food here and like an empathetic view, right? I think I think you definitely have misanthropic qualities. Yeah. And so do I. But yours are more amplified because you speak freely about them. I speak about mine behind closed doors. You do it with a microphone <laughs> podcast. I like to yell it, you know? Yeah. Ooh, I'm a white guy with a podcast from Africa and I'm mad. Um, from, you're not from Africa. <laughs> I'm not from Africa. My you family left here. in 1974 and I was born here. My mom did not have citizenship. Anyways, um, she became a citizen like much after I was born. Nicole, what is... Wait, wait, wait. What? You have South African citizenship? 
I don't think so. I, I, um, somebody reached out to me about throwing discus for the South African national team, though. Sick. So I could have done that. Sick. But then um, no one's I ever his... asked me to do anything about the Olympics. But now they have a really good. They have a really good discus thrower named Gerhard De Beer, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He threw it like Arizona, and so I couldn't do that. Um, also, I, I can barely get up out of a chair without my back hurting. That's right. So your I don't back's think a little picking up. the discus back up is a good idea. Uh, Nicole, what is one of the worst things you ate this year? Oh, man. Should I go with, should I start off with a bang? Start off with something so controversial <laughs> that Nicole, Joe Rogan will have to get us on the podcast to talk oh about gosh. it. Oh my gosh. So Pfizer, it. So I let David cook once. Ah, <laughs> roast his ass. <laughs> Listen, do I love him more than all the stars in the sky? And He's going to sue you for libel when he finally passes the bar. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the money will just come back to us, right? What's the point? Um, so I'm not saying that David is like bad at cooking. He's just not that good. <laughs> Some would call the absence of good bad. Go yeah, on. He's just not like, like, listen, like I cannot like if you ask me like to set up a Roth IRA, I don't know how to do that. I'd call you bad with money outright. I would David, say you're bad with money. David knows how to do that. Okay, gotcha. Like, you know what I mean? Like, can I do it? Sure. Will it be a little bit uh, um, badly done? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But just, I'm not good at it. Like, yeah. ask me to open a CD. I don't know what a CD is. Meg, you know what a CD is? Compact disc. No, I don't know. No, it's like, <laughs> it's like a bank thing. Like, like I, I don't know. I don't know what a CD is. But David does, and he's going to do it. You know what I mean? It's about, like, it's like money and banks and stuff. A certificate of deposit? I don't think God dang it. Oh, God. I need um, to figure out what to do You're also money. bad with money. I know. Um, but but so one time I was like, you know what? Let him cook, you know? Let him cook. And let him cook I did. I did not help even one bit. And, Those are all his fun days. And this is what he made. It was sliced tofu. With sliced eggplant, okay, already off to a crappy mm. start because tofu is really hard to impart flavor into. And then yeah. eggplant, you know, if you don't salt it. And Those if are you two tough things to work with exactly, as a beginner. Exactly. He was a little bit, you know, like uh, <laughs> the the finish line, the, the starting line was a little bit screwed up in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he pan seared both of those with salt and pepper, fine. Mm-hmm. And then he has seen me add soy sauce at high heat. Yeah. Kind of like do a little like uh, a great technique. It, yeah. So he did that and like it got a little sticky. <laughs> and then, and then you, you got to add it at the right time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Bless him. And then he shredded a little bit of cabbage and put it on top like a little like salad and then just doused it in mayonnaise. Plain just, mayonnaise. And can I ask how the mayonnaise no, was the QP. applied? We had QP mayo. So he squirted. He, he drizzled. Yeah. Like, he was doing like yeah. a okonomiyaki, okonomiyaki. like style. Uh-huh. I guess you can say. And then just, you know, David can't eat food without something spicy on it. So Chili Crisp was the choice for him. Yeah. You question? Oh, go on. No, I'm sorry. Do go you on. Have a go question? on. Well, I was going to say that if I were to have had all those ingredients, mm-hmm. I feel like they would have ended up it would have ended up pretty good. That's something I'd eat. Yeah, it's not listen, it's it's not it's not the war it's the worst thing I've had. Yeah, it's like yeah. bad. Like it was bad the way it was made. Uh, well, have you ever had somebody make like a mac and cheese and they're yeah. working with the same amount of milk, cheese, and noodles that you would. Let me tell you. The and technique, you eat it and it's awful. Yeah, the technique was a little off, uh-huh. but that's not to say that he didn't try. And I know he's listening to this podcast right now and babe, I love you, but leave the cooking to me, yeah? 
Yeah. David, I'm proud of you for getting out there and doing it. Am um, I a bad wife? No. I mean, you might be for other reasons. I don't know, <laughs> but not for that. You took, dude, I was here when you took classes on how to be a good wife. Oh, remember that? They taught you how to make bread. And you were like, I'm a professional chef. I know how to make bread. I don't need to learn how to. Some teacher. Not all, my holla didn't rise because the you yeast know, was dead. It's not because I don't know how to make bread. Remember that? No, it was it was to teach you shalom bayit, which means peace in the home. Yeah. And you, you, well, you colloquialized it as good Jewish wife classes. Yeah, yeah, that too, that too. <laughs> Thanks, Dahlia. Shout out to Dahlia for teaching me how to be, how to impart shalom bayit into my household. So this is, this podcast is the antithesis of shalom bayit. Yeah, literally, this is how to be a bad wife. Sorry, <laughs> in a, in a I love you, babe. Home. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So that was, so that was probably one of the worst things I've had. Well, I wish I could have tried it. Um, you probably would have liked it. All of the meals that, because I've, those are fun little days when I come home and I'm like, hey, Jules, I have a lot to do tonight. A lot of the times it's yeah. the night before we do a last meal. Yeah. But but not to say he hasn't made some good dishes. He's sure. made some good dishes, but this podcast isn't about that. No, no, no. This is about the bad ones. Um, And I'll just be, and Julie will be like, I'll cook. Like, I'll do it all. And it, typically it's some sort of fish. And the fish she knows how to work with, salmon, right? She, she mixes like miso with like honey and a little bit of butter and like puts it on the salmon and bakes right. it. It's really nice. You know, that is a nice yeah, yeah, home-cooked yeah. dish with some steamed rice and broccoli. That is a perfectly good meal. But then if it's another fish that she doesn't really know how to work with, like we had cod once and she's tried to bake it. Oh. Cod releases a ton of moisture. Mm-hmm. And it was just this absolute cod soup. And she tried soaking it up with flour because she's like, what reduces moisture in cooking flour? Like she has enough of the bones. <laughs> she's watched cook food good. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> anyways, that's not on the list. And Julia, I love you to death. I'm a, definitely a bad fiance. Um, I want to call myself out on one of the worst things I made this year, and Go it's for it. because I had such high hopes for it. So I will throw this out there that I was drunker than I thought I would have been and drunker than I should have been. I went to a craft beer festival, and I took a party bus to get there. By the time I got to the first craft beer tent, Nicole— A party Nicole, bus, you say? Took, I we love took, party buses. Taking a party <laughs> bus from <laughs> Marina Del Rey to Pasadena, which, for people who don't know, is the <laughs> bottom left of Los Angeles to the very top right of so kind of Los Angeles. So you guys It was all, like a two-hour party You guys bus. all met in Marina Del Rey? Yeah, I drove from—I literally drove— an hour to get on a party bus to go two hours the opposite direction. That's really dumb. Yeah, so we drank. Um, and then we got to the craft beer festival and we continued drinking. And then I got home and I was like, I have the best ingredients to make a fantastic drunk food. And what I came up with, I had leftover Zanku pita because I always have leftover pita from the rotisserie chicken spot I order from. Mm-hmm. And so I made a pita pizza with um, a bag of chicken mole. Do you remember when I stole it from the kitchen? It was like on an episode of GMM, and I was like, hey, yo, yeah, can I have this? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, it was a sack of mole that was, like, fine enough to where I thought it would be good on a pita you pizza. You tasted it before you took it home? Yeah, uh, no, but I tasted some of it when I took it home. Okay. And anyways, um, so it was a mole pita pizza with comte cheese, spicy mayo, kimchi, scallion, and sriracha. Those are all words we like. That's what I thought. This was just, like, <laughs> one of the Mayonnaise? most— Mayonnaise? What? There was a spicy mayonnaise on there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, I got the mayonnaise on there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Comte cheese being like this very sort of light and nutty, right? It doesn't have mm-hmm. that salty punch for a pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so this light and nutty Comte cheese with the chocolate and cinnamon in the uh, mole with, with the probiotic punch of kimchi. And yeah. then, Nicole, just like a series of mayonnaises and sauces and it was so much of all the wrong flavors together mm-hmm. that even me, in quite an inebriated state, was utterly sickened with the food, myself, the situation. It was just terrible. I'm sorry. And I could have made anything. What I literally did is I ate 
all of it, of course. Uh, but then <laughs> I was about to say like I ate half it and I was like, no, looking back, you just you shoved that thing down. But then I waited an hour till I was hungry again. And then I just made pita pizzas with like Rayo's tomato sauce Good. and mozzarella. How much better was it? So, oh my God, so much better. God. And I made a little ranchy sauce to dip it in. And that made me very happy. But I flew so close to the sun. You're maximalist. Like Icarus. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I got my maximalist wings burnt off, just yeah. melted as I plunged into the ocean. Yeah, it sounds like Ugh. something you eat if you really need to poop. Yeah, <laughs> I think it poop. probably did that. I think all the beers did it, too. Cool. All the Kirkland lights in the party bus. Happens, happens. Shout out Kirkland light. Official? No, they're not. Um. Do I need... Okay, is it my turn to say one more? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this was one that we actually ate on a on another podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when we did Business Wars? Yeah, I told you that was one of the worst things I've ever had. Yeah, let me tell you. So I... So Josh and I were pitted against each other to debate which sandwich chain is better. It was either... Subway or... Thank you so much for the interruption. You, what is it called? Ragdoll? I got a pepper box. What do they call you? A sponge monkey? Sponge monkey. Sponge monkey. Yeah. Local sponge monkey. Josh Scherer interrupts Nicole. Um, (laughs) But this one, my sandwich of choice. Why did I pick this sandwich? The sandwich I chose was a tuna sandwich with American cheese. I might be Mm -hmm. wrong. Um, Pickles. Extra pepperoncinis, mm-hmm. lettuce, olives, mm-hmm. no tomato, mm-hmm. um, southwest un- southwest sauce, and mm-hmm. sweet onion sauce. And it was one of the more disgusting things that I've eaten in a long time. But let me tell you, when I was a kid, I loved it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't really eat Subway that much. So me grabbing that sandwich and trying to prove to you mm-hmm. that Subway was a better sandwich chain was pretty damn embarrassing. And yeah. I take it back. My sandwich was worse than yours. But it's not to say Subway is bad. Subway, if you want, you can make like over like what, like 37 million combinations of Subway ingredients. Mm. Like, And you chose <laughs> sweet onion sauce, spicy mayonnaise, tuna, cheese, and olives. Oh, don't forget the extra pepperoncinis. And the, well, yeah, the pickles and the pepperoncinis, which are the same thing. No, they're not. You had triple pickles on there. It was triple pickled. I mean, they're pickled. Let me tell you. I, you Olives know, are also pickled. Do you know what the thing is? The thing is, I used to be an extra pickles girl on my in and out but now I'm not because it's too much acid. Interesting. The sandwich was too acidic. But also violently sweet from too, the sugar and sauce. And too creamy. It was Everything was wrong with it. Everything and, was wrong with it. Don't forget, it. like, tuna is... Mayonnaise. Just mayonnaise, right? Yes. That, that's probably 40% mayonnaise to tuna yeah. by weight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so you have mm-hmm. all that mayonnaise, then extra mayonnaise yeah, on top. Yeah. yeah. Disappointing. But um, disappointing. that's really big of you to be able to Josh, apologize I to me. If you am, just say I'm sorry I am for making me eat that right now. Every, every day and every experience just matures me okay. in a direction of more maturity. If you could look me in the eyes and say, Josh, I'm sorry, I understand. I don't that think disgusting. I need, I don't think I need well, to do that. Lot, I think it would mean a lot to our listeners Why would as I well. apologize to you, I'm apologizing. I had to eat it. Okay, <laughs> it's unpleasant. It, it wasn't like it was pretty bad, huh? It was pretty bad. It's like if you just mix like diet coke lemonade and like mint iced tea, and you're like, ah, this Ugh. is my favorite. like a thing that you do as a child, right? You're doing exactly. You're, you're running the gamut on the soda fountain, and then you're like, mm, this tastes good, but then you realize that no, that really tastes like vomit. Yeah, it was. It was a childhood fave that turned into an adult mm. horror. Yeah, mm. and I have to say, I'm glad I experienced it with you. Same. I will not outright apologize for your experience because you could you might have loved it there's always the shot schrodinger's <laughs> sandwich right i'm simultaneously enjoying it and not enjoying it before i put it in my mouth and then i put it in my mouth and i find it is the worst combination of ingredients that could possibly 
sorry. Um, but I made a really convincing argument, didn't I? Yeah, did you win? Did they did they choose a winner? Win, lose. Business War is great podcast. Check yeah, out the Christmas for Subway episode. Yeah, um, winners, losers. I think what happened was we we became closer. We did. As podcast hosts and friends. My sandwich had like steak and cheese. <laughs> but it was boring. But it was a little dry. My sandwich was too crazy. <laughs> and Josh, I'm sorry. I accept. <laughs> I accept your apology. It's very big of you. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues. And the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard I've, you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but right. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of sure, instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. I got one. I got a bad one. This is, and a lot of this, Nicole, is on me for, I, I'll tell you what, <laughs> you apologized to me that was big. I will tell you that in this moment, I wish I was more like you. Because you would have sent this oh. back to the kitchen. You would have sent this back to the kitchen because you have self-respect. And this ruined my meal. Yes, you do. And I have none. I am Shocking. overly apologetic. I'm like a, a, a weeping sycophant over here. Um, just puerile. And I was at a fancy French bistro. The, ty- the place where you spend $40 on a freaking hamburger with French mm-hmm. fries. Mm-hmm. And people who know the spot know the spot. But I'm not going to name it because I have dignity. But anyways, uh, they're serving it with their house-made aioli for the French fries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they serve the aioli, and you can just immediately tell that it is utterly broken. Whoever made this at a mm. French bistro should have been utterly ashamed of themselves. Mm. And it was one of those moments where, and I even tried, I dipped my fries in it, and I didn't want to say anything. I was with Julia's mom and her, and her brother, mm. and I didn't want to make a fuss. You sure, know? I, I've been there where you don't want to make a fuss. If I was two more drinks in, I would have straight up said, can you take this back to the chef and ask him if he was happy with it? But the aioli, oh, you would have said that? I would have said that, 100%. Oh, see, I would have never, ever in my life said that. I would have just like, I'm so sorry, do you mind if we can get another aioli, please? It would have been the same aioli. They're making one batch of aioli and they screwed no, it up and nobody had... How do you res- know that for I, sure? I, I, I bet that, what, do you think they make an aioli at the order? No. <laughs> I mean, this it was not like broken, not like under season, not a little bit loose. Like this was broke. This was broke ass. Like, like, and five people at a very reputable French restaurant would have seen this, had to pass through at least five different eyes from somebody doing expo to the chef, to the sous, to Comide, to the waiter, whatever, saw this and said, this is fine to put on somebody's plate. And it is like utterly 
embarrassing. And and I'm not saying that just maybe, to crap on restaurants. Maybe it was maybe the expo heat was really high and they just left it there. No amount of heat could really? have done what happened to this aioli. Wow, was it somebody that bad? messed this up like hours ago and huh. nobody had the wherewithal to just say, hey, and they didn't gotta like, do it again. They didn't like immersion blend it. Or anything. Uh, they, they could have tried, but oh sometimes gosh. broken is broken, right? Yeah, you can't sure. just immersion blend the thing. What I would have done, what I would have done, and I would have been fine with this because my experience would have been the same. I would have told somebody, hey, we got service in 10 minutes. Run your ass down to Ralph's. Get a thing of mayonnaise. We're going to put garlic, Dijon, and lemon juice in it. And we're going to save this. Why do all 100%. of our stories revolve around mayonnaise? I am a mayonnaise boy. Oh my gosh, there's so much mayo in everything we're talking about. And everything else. And you and I, and Nicole, we've talked about this place. This place... The burger is one of the best things I've ever had in it's my a life. Salty. <laughs> you say it's a little salty. I've had seasoning issues there too. If yeah. somebody could control somebody, like a, like um, what's the French word for like a leader? Somebody who seems like a chef. Yeah. Chef. If there was like a chef to just say, "That's right. That's wrong." Mm-hmm. It would just be the food would be so good, and I would go there all yeah. the time. How important was this aioli to you? So important. Well, it was the metaphor. List. It was the metaphor of the oh, aioli. I see, I see. You know how bad it was. It was ah. I'm sorry. Uh, Brutal. The fries are great. Not even like shoestrings like that. But, but you could have had ketchup. And I asked for ketchup. I got ketchup. I wanted aioli. <laughs> you know what? This podcast. <sighs> I love this podcast because we're learning how we uh, communicate. Like, when something goes wrong. I stew! I stew! I sit there and I stew and I let it fester inside me until it comes out on a podcast. Learn so much about our our emotions and how we handle them. I think Mm -hmm. I'm a hardcore deflector and Mm -hmm. I don't realize until it's too late! (laughs) Uh, What else should I talk about? Oh, here's a great one. Um, I love, there's a little Spanish uh, restaurant by Mm -hmm. my house that I walk to. Oh. And I love going to this place. I go often. It's like me and David's like date night. Go like read a book. I don't a glass of orange wine. I don't read. You like scroll through TikTok yeah. with a glass of orange wine. I don't have TikTok on my phone. You scroll through and what do you do? What do I do? If you're not reading or watching TikToks, whoa, it's 2023. What are I, you doing? I talk to people like face to face. I ask them how they are. Drink wine, ask them how they are. They talk back. Actually, people are dying for connection. I think they really are. No, I noticed that. They're foaming at the mouth to just have a human. Yeah. To to talk to them. You not so much? I love talking. No, I'm saying I'm I'm shaking my head in reverence. I love talking to people. Yeah, yeah. So I went to, so this this little Spanish spa, I love it so much. Adore it. But um, I went with my girlfriend who is, you know, she, she doesn't eat. Any any of the bad stuff, you know, like seafoods and porks and stuff like that. Oh, like the she's kosher, yeah, 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 yeah. and um, the gentile foods, yeah, yeah. And this and th- let me tell you, I love those foods a lot. I love <laughs> them all. But uh, there was this one item on the menu, you know, it's a paella. We're at a Spanish place, paella for two. Sign me up. Me and my girlfriend, we go and and but the best part about the paella is like the seafood mm-hmm. and then also like the sausage. You know what I mean? Paella is a bad dish to eat if you're kosher. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Horrible. But, um, you know, they, of course, had a vegan option, and we want the vegan option. And they wrote in the comments of the restaurant, it said, can be made with either seafood stock, mm. which is a no, chicken stock, which is also a no, or water. Mm. Now, I... Those are not the same. I was a little perturbed. I'm like, why not vegetable stock? But they had water as an option. And I'm like, why water? But whatever, we ordered it anyways, and it was a vegetable paella made with water. Oof. And it was not good. Oof. 
The restaurant itself, I love. Everything is good there. Their their membrillo with manchego is great. Their bocarinos are great. Their 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 jamón is great. I love everything there. But this damn vegan paella mm. made me want to rip my hair out, and I had to pretend like it was good a little bit so my friend wouldn't feel bad. You know what I mean? That's that's a classic case, and this happens in a lot of restaurants. A yeah. classic case of you shouldn't have tried to make this vegan. You should have made something else yeah you know what i mean yeah 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 and also like i mean i'm sure i'm sure they could have come up with like i don't know it could have been seasoned a little bit differently there could have been throw a, some veggie bouillon in there yeah babe. i don't some know chemicals in there yeah veggie bu- make it ve- taste nice veggie broth instead of water up in the salt yeah. up in the pepper something but like my friend we saw it a good time because who cares what the food's like sure, we have sure, great sure. company right sure, and sure, a nice sure. bottle of red but oh my gosh i it was really disappointing because i'm like pay is great and then we ate it. And we're like, mm, this is mm, bad. Mm, mm, yeah, that was pretty disappointing. But I will go back to that Spanish restaurant all the time because I love it there. And I go like once a month on oh, a date. No, you never take me nowhere, man. Well, because you live in Sherman Oaks now, Josh. I come to the valley. It's nice up there. There's parking wanna... everywhere. Come to the west side. Ugh, gross. Um, the west side <laughs> is not gross. I'm a bunch of hipster, athleisure ass people. Yeah, like you wear athleisure every day. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. What do you mean? I'm wearing jeans. Are and you? I wear jorts. Weird. What are you doing wearing jorts? Jeans and vans. Do you don't wear athleisure? Anyways, yeah, I'm gonna roast myself on this one again. <laughs> um, okay, so 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 I love shrimps, right? And I love cooking for people. I love hosting little parties. Yeah. I held a party in March for the Eurovision finale, and we made a I, lot. I hate Eurovision. Why? It's the worst show. It's just ever. a cross between politics, pageantry, and music. It's incredible. <laughs> it's the worst. Thing I've ever seen on television, and I've you know, seen the people swan. Are like, why, why Have is, you seen the swan? Why is Australia in Eurovision? Why is Azerbaijan in Eurovision? Just deal with it. So I made foods and drinks from all different countries, right? We had Armenian Khorovats. Armenia is also in Eurovision. Uh, we had Armenian Khorovats. <laughs> What's um, Khorovats? Khorovat, kebab. Oh, okay. Armenian kebab. Um, I had a bunch of Spanish wines. We had Pim's Cup from England. We had a real gay old What's time, What's Pim's right? Cup? It's just like a liqueur. Just, just stop asking questions. <laughs> what do you mean? And then Portugal, I... Nicole. Oh. Portugal. We made. I made camarão al camarão al alho. Is that? A, I don't know Portuguese. Anyways, I made the garlicky shrimp thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and gambas I was like and aioli or whatever. That one, gambas <laughs> al ajio, but in Portuguese. Um, I tried to make that, and I was Russian, and there were a bunch of people, and people started coming over, and I seemed to finish the shrimp. I was like, mm. we're gonna cook it for two minutes, and the garlic butter, boom, poured out, crusty bread. We're good, and I forgot them in there for like ten minutes, and instead On of broil? doing not in broil, no, it was like in a pot. I was just trying to toss and the raw shrimp. In the oven? No, I made this just like buttery white wine garlicky sauce. Uh-huh. And my goal is to put the shrimp in there, let them steam for like two minutes, uh-huh. and then pour all of that out in a bowl so all the broth was around it and they were perfectly cooked. And I left them in there for like 10 minutes. Oh, no. And instead of like tossing them, I was like, well, people will still surely eat them because they're not as sophisticated as me. I know these shrimp are overcooked. People are dumb. <sighs> and so I took that shrimp and I put it in a bowl and it was like three pounds of shrimp. And they were all ruined. How and I tried to eat one. Invite? And they were dry. We had like 50 people there, dude. It was nuts. Wow. We were all chanting for Finland. We we're like, cha, 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 cha. Because Karya, the, the Finnish artist, Karya, he, he should have won. Um, Lorraine's good from Sweden, too. Tattoo is a great song. But um, I utterly hammered these shrimp and nobody ate them. Everybody, all the chicken so horovats sorry. were gone. You know, um, our brion crew. That was gone. Well, Rion Crew. You know, if I see a Rion Crew, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm crooting over there. Preach to the choir. Oh, my God. We made Vareniki from U- from Ukraine. I love Vareniki. God, they were good. Those were gone. And not a single person ate more than one shrimp because they were so hammered. Sorry. And 
Julia won't throw away leftovers. And she so we're not. just staring at these overcooked shrimp in my shame for a month. They were in your fridge for Dude, a month? Dude, she won't throw them away. Shrimp older than three days? Dude. Get me out of here. What yeah. are you talking about? I don't know what to tell you. Like, I can't throw things away. Or she'd be like, where'd that go? I was going to eat it. I was like, you were not going to eat the month old shrimp. It wasn't a month, but it was it was several days. And I had to be like, hey, I'm going to toss these. <laughs> so that was a bummer. That was a fun thing for me. Okay, I got a good one. What's it? Okay, one time my mother-in-law, she she had a uh, <laughs> she had a uh, uh, filming at her house because she rents out her house for uh, video shoots, photo shoots. I will not link it here because I don't want you to know where she lives. Um but one time she brought us like a bunch of like crafty and I said, I don't want this crafty. She's like, take it. And I'm like, okay. Was it like a little croissant sandwiches? I was like, yeah, like just gross stuff. Yeah. And then there was this one cookie. There was <laughs> this one cookie. It was advertised as a soft chocolate chip cookie. Let me tell you, nothing about that cookie was soft. It was hard as rocks. It was harder than the same table. I feel like I've had the worst of the worst chocolate chip cookies in the world. It was the worst And they're still pretty fine. It tasted like chalk and (laughs) and sugar. And it was the worst. Me and David looked at each other like, we need to throw this away. And then, again, this is throwing away thing. Like, people just don't want to throw things away. Like, this should be put in the trash can. Putting that in your body does no good for anybody. Exactly, exactly. But it was the worst cookie I've ever had. (laughs) Do we know the provenance of this cookie, where it came from? From Crafty. But no, but the Crafty surely got these cookies from like a factory Crafty. or someone. Crafty.com, bro. I don't know. Damn. I don't know. Capital Damn. Capital Foods. I don't know what it was called. But it was the worst cookie I've ever had. Mm. And honey, I've been eating cookies for a long time. That was a bad cookie. Oh, man. That's, that's where I'm going to end. That was fun, though. That's where I'm going to end this conversation. That cookie was pretty bad. Listen, uh, chicken breast. At every wedding that I freaking oh went to, I God. went. This was my oh. year of weddings. Julie and I went to three weddings in New Jersey. That's it. So you only went to three no, weddings. No, just in New Jersey in a six-week period. We went to like you know oh, we didn't go to cool. as many weddings as you. You just know more people. But we went to a lot of freaking weddings, and every single chicken breast we had, and everyone Nicole, everyone has a chicken breast for the main. It's no, always on some sort that's of mashed potato. For, for fast majority, oh, you don't want to talk about the salmon. The salmon is just a chicken. We always breast. have it's either it's either the fish. steak is just a chicken breast. It's it's chicken or fish. It's chicken or fish. It's chicken, chicken or fish or, fish or fish. vegetarian option. Or it's sometimes just a sirloin steak. Why? Stop it. The past appetite. Everybody loves the apps. Nobody likes the mains. I went to a wedding. Listen, this is a piece of crap move on me, and I don't care because listen, food waste is sort of zero sum. There's gonna be the same amount uh, whether I ate the apps or whether I ate the main course. I by the last wedding of the year. I refused to touch any of my main course plated dinner. I did not uh-huh. do it. I did not do it. But we got, they had a whole seafood tray. Uh-huh. Nicole, like a whole seafood raw bar during the Appies. They had somebody carving prime rib Yum. during the Appies. They had a dim sum bar during the Appies. Prime rib, dim sum, shrimp cocktail, oysters. That's a hell of a meal. And then yeah. what, you're supposed to sit down and eat a baby green salad? Let me tell you what we have to do, Josh. For your wedding, let me bestow a little bit of yeah. wisdom upon you. Hit me you. with it. Don't do a sit down dinner. We're doing none. Good. Oh, my God. That's what I was going to say. There's going to be food on the outskirts and people can just eat as they please. Literally just have, yes, just have your appetizer stations mm-hmm. go in the whole night. Don't stop the party. Yeah, correct. Don't That's what we're doing. Don't stop the party. We're partying the whole night. And and I have for mandated, co- I don't exactly know mm-hmm. what we're doing for food yet, mm-hmm. but at least one whole animal being cooked live. Huge. I- yeah. <laughs> okay. Could be a cabrito. Are you trying to do like goat? an animal sacrifice at your wedding? A little bit. Okay. It's just good luck. It's bad luck if you don't. Yeah. How many animals did you sacrifice? I don't feel comfortable stating this on the podcast. Anyways, uh, yeah, every but just every boring chicken breast with under seasoned mashed potatoes in. 
cooking chicken breast is hard enough and cooking patty it. Patty pan squash. Patty pan squash. Bro, why are there so many patty pan squashes? They're so pretty. Uh, yeah, but I, they don't taste good. Who? The, the flowers are going to be pretty. Big the, wedding. The brides, you know, the, have, you know, and grooms, they're supposed to be pretty. I don't you, need the squash to be pretty. You know how they have big pharma? Big wedding. Dude. Wants you to invest in patty pan squash. Dude, honestly, patty pan squash lobby is out there killing it. You, you, got any more, you, want, you got any more rapid fires? Did you say you wanted Joe Rogan to be on this podcast or something? Did you think the patty pan squ- <laughs> So, so squash, man, that's crazy. Tell me about Yeah, according to that. studies in 2023, it looked as though patty pan squash. Good. It looked as though patty pan squash was making a comeback according to Big Wedding. Yeah, it looks like we got the numbers here. It looks like patty pan squash is linked to heart disease in minors. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it though that was deemed inconclusive to yeah. our you watch, but- <laughs> M- you watch MMA? You should do I'm you sorry? should totally do it. Cause I think everyone I could benefit. I think just like mm-hmm. everyone could benefit it. from can, doing it. Can you pass yeah. that? Thanks. Cause it's like it's not even it's just about like it's about discipline, you know? You know? <sighs> yeah. You wanna do a cold plunge? I, I did one this morning. Yeah, it's yeah, sick. yeah, yeah. That's how sick. how long do you last That's in the sick. cold plunge? Yeah, I killed a deer once. Oh. In the Wait. cold plunge. Oh. Drowned like, it. Drowned they say, it? Well, they say, if you Google this, but I'm pretty sure I heard, they say it's actually the most ethical way to kill a deer. Sick. Yeah. Because well, one time I just put one in the sauna for a couple hours and it didn't like that. That makes sense, man. Yeah. Where'd you get this from? Some Are you vaccinated? Stuff. I'm waxing. Waxing. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. <laughs> All right, Nicole. We've heard what you and I have to say. <laughs> and now you know what time it is. Sorry, I had a cough. <laughs> it's time to freaking clear your throat and find out what other wacky it is rattling out there in the universe. It's time for a segment we call... Opinions 
But before we get to your opinions, we want to read your opinions about us. This is everyone's favorite, Nicole. The reviews are in. The reviews for Review a Review, the segment where we review your reviews are in. They say this is their favorite segment on the podcast. Uh, please go review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. How unclear. But this is from Moonkey42. Uh, one star. Not great. Mmm. Mmm. Um, are they saying that we say mm too much or are they just, they just want to give a one star and mm. leave a cryptic message? Mm. Mm. Either way, I give this three stars out of five, um, because it made me think, right? And, and, but, but please don't let that incentivize you to leave negative mm. reviews. We really only want positive reviews. If you have anything actually constructive, you can DM either Nicole or I on Instagram and we, we will not read them or change because fundamentally... You can't Pe- change. People don't. You can't change. can't change. This is as good as we're going to get. I give this three and a half stars as well. And I wish. You I, know my reasons. I wish we were better than we are. But believe me, no one wishes. You we wish were, you were better than you are. I wish we were better at this, of course. Better at what? Podcasting, making people happy. I wish we were better. And, you know, we just can't be because people don't change. You know, I think we're doing just fine, yeah, Josh. I mean, what did, where's, I practiced, where's the lack of self-confidence, I, dude? Nicole, I shot thousands of free throws. I never I've got better. I shot thousands of free throws. I never throws. got better. They still like 58%, which oh. is like Shaq level. It's like Shaq level free throws. Everybody Sometimes kn- but, it doesn't matter how much you practice. But everybody knows who Shaq is because of his... But so what? Who cares? Well, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky said that. Shaq missed a lot of free throws. All right, first opinion. His hands are too big for the ball. Josh, Nicole, I desperately need your help. What is it, little Susie? Uh, my name's Alexi. I'm originally from Texas. <laughs> Stuck in a well? <laughs> and I need your help finding what food I had. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I don't know where to get it. Hmm. So in college, I would go to a pizzeria, and I would always get the sweet fried plantains, and they'd serve it with, like, mushed beans and kind of, like, refried mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. and, like, a white mayo-like sauce. Mm-hmm. But that's like 10 times better uh-huh. than mayo. Yes, ma'am. And I tried looking on the internet for what it is, and I can't know find exactly it. what it the F it so is. It's so good. So uh, please mobilize your army of mythical kitchen fans and please tell me what this sauce is so that I can recreate it. Thank you. Esta crema salvadoreña. What's that? And cacique, I believe, makes a crema salvadoreña. It is simply a Salvadoran style of cream. And the reason you like can't... Like jocoque? Like jocoque. Like, well, no, for real. Like jocoque is a very regionally specific type of crema that is made in Mexico, right? Because, I mean, El Salvador is obviously it has its its own culture, but it's like a relatively small country in Central America. Mm-hmm. And Mexico is a gigantic country. Right. Um, That bears a lot of similar history to a very different history in certain ways, of course. But the point is, there's a lot of regional different styles of various soured creams. Okay, so that makes sense. uh, I'm going to Google it. But um, Cacique makes a lot. Yeah, Cacique makes crema salvadoreña. What's the difference between this versus like crema? I couldn't tell you from like a cookery standpoint because like nobody makes their own sour cream out of raw dairy product, right? Yeah. Um, but I agree with you that Salvadoran breakfasts are some of my favorite things. There's a hunk of salty hard cheese on top of very liquidy black beans, which I love, mm. and then sweet plantains, a couple fried eggs, and then crema salvadoreña just sitting in a puddle, and it is so, so, so good. It's my favorite type of crema. Oh, great. It's I've just, never tried it before. It almost tastes like buttery and salty. Mm. It is just so good. And it's quite liquidy, but also thick. Like, it doesn't mound, right? Like, American sour cream does. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, crema salvadoreña, dude. Nice. You did it, Josh. You saved For You th- saved the day. Yay. Go, Josh. You also, did it. Also, if, if you want to, one of my favorite Salvadoran dishes is, um, it's called salpicón. 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 Sounds it's just familiar. like, almost like a pickled cooked beef and radish. It's just a super vinegary mm. chopped beef and radish salad. And it's like refreshing and still meaty and hearty and so good. Uh, absolutely love Salvadoran people. What is Salvador? I meant Salvadoran food. I like Salvadoran people too. Um, I always want to get loroco y queso pupusas, mm. but I'm scared of loroco. Why are you scared of loroco? I don't know what it is. is loroco is it... a flower. It's like a squash blossom, but is it it's, a, really? it's a Salvadoran thing. Yeah, it's my favorite pupusa. I'm gonna get it next time. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I still just love frijoles y queso pupusas. Too. Me too. Me too. I love mm. pupusas in general. Mm. Nicole, Josh, love you guys. Um, just love wondering, you, what are your thoughts on these blue zones? Um, I was raised as a Seventh-day Adventist child in the church. Um, and Very nowadays cool. when I eat normal food, I think about, huh, these people living in the blue zones, a.k.a. La Melinda, are living <laughs> till forever. Should I revert back to what my... Um, childhood told me to do. Let me know your thoughts. Love you. Bye. Nicole, do you know what the blue zones are? Um, I know that there's a Netflix documentary about like their specific zones and like the world where people have lived a long life, like they have mm-hmm. a longer longevity. Yeah, yeah. And it's directly correlated to their diet, right? Uh, th- that's at least the working hypothesis yeah, they yeah, have. Yeah. yeah, it started off as a book. Um, it's one of Julia's favorite books, and and she made me nice. read it, and it is really fascinating. Um, a, a lot of this stuff. It's it's very true. I, I won't call it like scientifically dubious, but it's very it's based on anecdotes, right? And it's based mm-hmm. on large swaths and regions and various different types of people. Um, but when you're talking about the Seventh Day Adventist diet, I believe it's vegetarian, and I believe it is a lot of like non-processed foods. They eat a lot of like nuts and beans and stuff. Cool. And so many of these similarities in these places are people have active social lives, they have physically active lives, and they like eat a lot of fresh produce. Nice. Um, yes, do that. Do that. I'm reading a fantastic book called uh, Food Politics by Marion Nessel. Uh, Marion Nessel, longtime academic and communicator about food policy issues and also nutrition. And one of the things that I would always say is like, hey, nutrition science seems to be changing all the time and it's confusing and hard. The 80s said low fat is good. Now people are saying low carb is good, yada, yada. Uh, but Marion Nessel said something that kind of really messed me up. The entirety of human history until, like, World War II was how do we feed people enough food? That was the That was, the that was nutrition science, yeah, right? Yeah. It was like people are malnourished and we need people to work in factories and work the farms. We need to feed people more food. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it became like, hey, we have a lot of food. Obviously, hunger is still an issue. That's a distribution problem. Sure. But now we, we are suddenly in the weird place in human history where it's like, how do we stop killing ourselves with food? Um, And she said, nutrition science hasn't changed in the last 70 years. All we've been saying the whole time is eat more fresh produce, Mm -hmm. eat fewer animal products. Yeah. And that's it. All the other stuff is window dressing. And it's because media thrives on controversy and new headlines. Right. And so if you're saying, like, should I eat less meat and go back to, like, less processed foods while I live longer? I ain't a doctor, but like, yeah, probably. That's been what the science has been saying Loma for a Linda, long time. Though. So random. It's where a lot of Seventh Day Adventists live. So yeah. crazy. So I just I Wikipedia it because naturally, mm. and it says Sardinia, Italy, Okinawa Prefecture in Japan, Nicoya Peninsula, Costa Rica, Ikara, Greece, and Loma Linda. Yeah. I went to the Nicoya Peninsula. I went to Papagayo really? on my honeymoon. Ah. It was very nice. I didn't see a lot of old people though. 
Well, <laughs> they, they hide them. <laughs> uh, but no, if you're like, if you're asking the question, should you get more physical exercise, yes. have a healthier social life, yes. eat more vegetables? Yes. Absolutely. Do all those things. I try to do all those things. The problem is my social life revolves around drinking a specific poison. Alcohol? Bleach. Yeah, alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so my healthy social life, uh, I, I think there could be healthier aspects to Should it. Should we do a little, like, bl- blue zone, um, like, um, trip? Like, go to all the blue zones? Let's go to all the... Yeah. Yeah, let's start with Loma Linda. I think we should start with the Okinawa Prefecture. Okay, but... And just eat a bunch of sweet potatoes. Yeah. I feel like cultures that eat the most sweet potatoes are the healthiest. We eat sweet potatoes. Eh, not enough. On Thanksgiving, covered in marshmallows and <laughs> butter. Hi. So my husband and I are having a heated debate Divorce right him. now. He's a bum. Over oh. if a bowl of cold spinach with nothing on it, just Ugh. plain spinach, is a salad. Ugh. If I hear him in the background, I'm going <laughs> to die of laughter. I say a salad must have three ingredients to be a salad. Otherwise, it is just ingredient. Mm. Um. What say you? I'm curious. Uh, it's a salad <gasps> because it's leafy vegetable in a bowl that you eat as is. But macaroni salad is... Anyway, I decided to call the experts in on this to save our marriage. Thank you. Bye. I'm sorry I said okay. she should divorce no, you. No, no, I didn't no, know no. you were in the room. One, <laughs> two, three. Divorce him. Oh. What? Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> um, what no. is the question? Is a bowl of plain spinach a salad? With with dressing? Uh, there was no dressing implied. It was just literally a bowl of spinach. A bowl of spinach eaten with a fork. She, and she is positing that it needs to be three ingredients to I be agree. a salad. I agree. I agree. So I witnessed a coworker who, looking back, could have had some disordered eating anyways, but they would eat just a bowl of plain kale with straight balsamic vinegar on it hmm. as like a lunch. And they'd be like, I'm eating a salad. Oh. I would look at that and say, that's not a salad at all. I mean, and that's two ingredients. Um, yeah. But if you literally look at, you can go back to history. If you look at the origin of the word salad, right? It literally, sal meaning salt. It was salted vegetables. Mm-hmm. So the condimentation of these vegetables, I think, is intrinsic to salandhood. Right? Okay. That makes sense. So Let's once you put it. a dressing, if you put a dressing on spinach, sure, that's a salad. Right? It's not probably not a great salad. I yeah, don't even like salad. raw spinach at all. Me either. Um, yeah, Unless it's, just, it's cut. Kind of it needs to be like super. Sh- like a chiffonade. Yeah, it needs to be finely throw it in cut, there. But yeah. as far as like a main green for a salad. No, I think I my know. favorite main green is probably just romaine. Really? I love romaine. I have romaine in my house 24-7. Give me some dressed butter lettuce, man. I really love butter you lettuce. You like, dre- but all dressings like, are too heavy for, most dressings are too heavy for butter lettuce. It just weighs it down. Yeah, it's got to be like a light vinaigrette on a butter lettuce. Like a Dijon vinaigrette I think works really well. And <laughs> How often Almost like a, a fair amount. I make Dijon How vinaigrettes often? like most, like I probably make a Dijon vinaigrette like two nights a week. Twice a week, which is nine times a month. <laughs> And that's okay. a fair amount to make Dijon vinaigrette. It's just the easiest. It's like a very plain salad dressing. We're a romaine lettuce or kale or baby green. Uh, not baby greens. Uh, little gems. Little, yeah. Those are uh, they th- start selling little gems Those in stores are big now. Three. Those are our big three. They're good. But yeah, just plain spinach and a bowl. Uh, decidedly uh, not a salad. Not a salad. <laughs> Divorce has gone through. Uh, yeah, the gavel has hit the Hope you don't table. have kids. Trust issues for life. Well, that, is that what divorce does? I don't know. I had to go to court-ordered counseling after the divorce, and I don't remember I'm sorry. what I learned. We did a lot of puzzles in there. Like, is that why you hate puzzles now? <laughs> Maybe. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. It's also, I, 
It just got deep again. Well, on that note, thank you so much for stopping by. Hot Dog is a Sandwich. You got new episodes out every Wednesday audio and then every Sunday on the video. Um, but this one isn't on video. This one isn't on video, which is cool. You're just listening so to us. so ugly right now. I look hot. Well, I look hotter than you've ever seen me look right now. <laughs> like, I walked in and everybody in the office said, wow, Josh, you are smoking hot today. You're like, who is, is that um, Audrina Patridge? Is that a person? Yeah. That was like considered hot by society standards? Oh my god, Audrina Patrick from that? the Hills. Why did that why did that name She's come into my mind? She's from the Hills and she had dark brown hair and bright green eyes and thin lips. She's a blonde now. She was huge on the Hills. Okay, so yeah, she's like a person that people would have said. She was is best hot. friends with Lauren Conrad, okay. Heidi Montag, and Whitney Port. I loved Whitney Port. Who's the one that's married to Jay Cutler, the football player? Is that Whitney Port? No. Whitney Port was my favorite of that whole crew. You're a Whitney Port. Whitney Port girl. I'm a I'm a por- I'm a porter. Porthead. You're a, por- you're a I'm, Portis head. I'm a Portis head. I love that. Love Portis head. Um. Oh yeah. If you want to be featured on Opinions Right Casseroles, give us a ring and leave me a quick message at eight three three Dog Pod One. Portis head got that one really sexy song. I'm so tired of playing. Playing with my bow and arrow. For more mythical kitchen, check out our other videos. Away. We launch new episodes. Every week. No, Lead it's like, it it's just something like, too, I keep just thinking of, man, I feel like a woman, but that it's not that. No, Shania I know, I know, I know. Twist. But it says something like, something about wanting to be a, be a yeah, woman Yeah, I or was something. singing it. Well, yeah, but get to the chorus. Um, um, give me a reason to, to be no, a woman. It? I just want to be a, a woman. woman. And it's like, bow. It's called Glory Box. It's the best chorus that's on. Great album. Okay, bye everybody. See ya.